From your local Houston BMW Center studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth. And I'm Uncle Funky Larry Jones, and I really am appreciative, sir. It's just a little over a year that we've done this podcast for the community, yeah. and it's it's global and such great information. Well, you know, we're changing lives. And we are, and we're bringing good information today. Yes, um, he is the CEO of Branch Insurance. Uh, as a matter of fact, you should just go ahead and check it out right now as we uh, as we talk to this gentleman. Ourbranch.com is the website. Um, please welcome Steve Lekis to the Public Affairs Podcast. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Great to be here. Man, it, well, you're right on time. <laughs> I mean, a couple of weeks, a few weeks have gone by since... Um, the winter storm hit. Uh, what was it called? Was it uh, I didn't Yuri? We, I didn't even know we it had, had names name. in storm. Yeah, like, yeah. What about pain Yuri? in my butt? That's what it should be called. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of God. people dealt with uh, some things, uh, myself included. You, um, we, bought we, all, we, yeah. we all broken pipes, sheetrock roof through the right. garage, right? Water damage. Uh. Just, it was just <laughs> a mess. But Steve, you are here to give us some tips. Uh, for these winter-related problems and insurance claims. So um, what would be the first thing that people should do after they take pictures of the damage? Yeah, it's a great question. And, And the actual first thing to do is just walk around. You know, everybody's had the potential for an event we didn't see come in. And so it's great to walk around, look for moisture, you know, that, that kind of uh, discolored sheetrock, because uh, if there's water sitting somewhere, it doesn't mix well with your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you said, once you've, you've taken photos, uh, you recognize that something bad has happened, do what you can to prevent it from getting worse. I know this sounds really logical, but a lot of people don't realize, you know, should, should I or shouldn't I? Is it going to mess with my insurance outcome? But no, definitely do that. The, your insurance company and you are very aligned on wanting the damage to be less bad. So throw a bucket under that drip uh, or shut off the water where you see it gushing out uh, and uh, do what you can to prevent it from getting worse. And we're susceptible to mold, mildew, all kind of stuff. Hurricane season is right around the corner. If I had any hair on my head, Steve, I'd be pulling it right out <laughs> right now. Cause you were right. Texas has it all it from a catastrophe oh perspective, right? Goodness. Yeah, we've been through a lot. Yeah, a lot. But Steve's going to help us. Yes, he is. I'm interested to know, Steve, you know, um, when Unc mentioning, you know, hurricane season <laughs> coming and we've dealt with that and flooding and during that time I have interviewed uh, some insurance folks and they were like well you know make sure that you have wind insurance make sure you have flood insurance like you just having regular homeowners insurance like okay great but there are other insurances that you need to cover said um said, said thing so with what we just went through with this winter storm are there certain sort of insurances that we should have uh, to help cover the damage that was done from winter storm, uh, Yuri? Yeah, you know, homeowners insurance is built to cover the the big majority of what kind of financial loss uh, could be caused uh, to your home. But the, the big other one that, that's worth understanding is flood insurance, uh, which is 
typically something that's uh, provided by the uh, by FEMA through the National Flood Insurance Program. If at any, if anyone is looking for advice, you know, give us a call uh, or as you said, log on to the website and you can chat in or, or text in. Uh, happy to advise. You need somebody who's licensed to be able to talk about these things. Uh, but homeowners insurance is a really neat product. is is created, uh, you know, just about 70 years ago now, and it was actually built to solve the problem you asked, which is I need a lot of things. How can we put them all into a single product to simplify it so people don't have to really think through all the complexities of what could be. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I like how on your site, on ourbranch.com, you have bundles. And so, you know, you can um, bundle your home and auto insurance and um, get what you need. Talk about ourbranch.com. Well, you know, as and as you say it, we were built to restore insurance to some of its original ideals, which were, we call it getting each other's backs. Mm-hmm. and making it incredibly efficient. And we brought technology to that, uh, to that moment so that each of us as users don't have to spend all of our time on insurance entering questions and answers. And instead, we underwrite it instantly that allows you to spend more time thinking about coverage or getting back to your busy life. We, we believe that insurance was originally created as a way for neighbors to band together and protect each other from financial disaster. It's not actually your insurance company who saves you when when your pipe bursts. It's everyone else in the community who are pooling these small bits of their resources so that each of us in our, our in our in unfortunate moments can take a big chunk and we all stay on our positive life's trajectory. And that's what Branch was built to do. And so, you know, you can find this through multiple methods, uh, through an agent, uh, by calling uh, through the website. Uh, and it's built to be you know, our mission is to make insurance less expensive so more of us can be included uh, and insured uh, and that way safe in, in how insurance helps us all grow. Hey, Steve, uh, ourbranch.com, um, your family has four tips, four main talking points that we really need to know. Can we go there now? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Uh, so I hit the first, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, look around, prevent further damage. Uh, and this all presumes everyone's safe, obviously, the very first thing of importance. Once you recognize there's damage and you've looked to see that uh, you've prevented it from becoming worse, contact your insurance company. Um, many insurance companies will let you file a notice of a claim digitally. If you're not sure you want to file a claim, call and and talk about it with somebody uh, at the insurance company who can advise you on Uh, what you should think about to make that decision. And then the last thing you'll do is check your coverages. To the the question you brought up, um, this can be useful too when talking with your insurance company because they'll be able to advise you about how the coverages work. And frequently, damaged pipes, uh, well, I I should say frequently, the water damage as a result of burst pipes will be covered. Uh, And so that's an uh, an important step. The, the actual way that the product works is it's on us as consumers to, um, to 
learn, investigate the claim, to, to write up what was damaged, to provide that information to the insurance company. But today in our digital age, we tend to do a lot more of that collaboratively. Uh, and, you know, at, at least speaking for branch, we try to take that friction away from our our customers because we know those aberrations in life, like you guys both have stuff to deal with, you already had busy lives and we try to make that as simple as possible uh, and why we have uh, the phenomenal reviews we do. But generally speaking, the insurance industry is going to want to help you get back on your feet as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Steve at OurBranch.com, uh, do you recommend contractors that have come through you or that you know because you guys have a great A rating? Um, is that something that you offer? You know, we have a network of, of contractors that will um, provide to our clients uh, to help expedite the process. Um, but uh, we don't have a, a network that we recommend generally. Okay. Uh, I myself shop by reviews uh, when I don't have somebody mm-hmm. I go to regularly. And I think that's a great way uh, to be able to do it. And can you speak, Steve, to maybe preventive uh, measures I can take? I'm a new homeowner or I'm about to move into a new apartment. Uh, what are the things, in, and, I don't, and I don't know anything. So <laughs> I'll go to ourbranch.com or call you directly. What, what are the things I need to know? Yeah, it's a great question. It's so hard for first-time homeowners uh, because there is so much that can go wrong. Uh, but water is a big one. Okay. And so staying vigilant of where water can be going bad, you know, keep just keeping an eye out for if it's, uh, you know, rust and moisture showing up around the bottom of your hot water heater, uh, or if it's replacing the hoses in your dishwasher. And if you've never done those things before, they're great to do. Uh, cleaning out the lint trap in your dryer uh, that can lead to fires uh, it's it's all the things that are recommended as general maintenance within your home, and just you know keeping up with it. That's the hardest part of being a homeowner is uh, is keeping up with those things. Uh, and in the event that something still goes wrong, then it's our privilege as your insurance company to help you solve that problem, uh, knowing that you wanted to do all the right things on your own up until that point. Yeah, making a list because I, I have to remind myself: change your filters out, change your air filters out. Once a month, replace the batteries, make sure the light. I just, it is so much on an ongoing basis, Stephen. That's why we appreciate guys like you and ourbranch.com to help us through the process. Uh, we, meet, we need more people who are compassionate about the folk they serve, like you and your company. Indeed, indeed. You listen to the Public Affairs Podcast, talking to the CEO of Branch Insurance, Steve Leckis. Uh, Steve, you know, uh, I had. I actually had my ceiling collapse on my head due to a leak. It was just cold water insulation and um, the, um, the the sheetrock that literally collapsed on top of my head. The water was so cold. Um, and my TV was damaged due to the water. Um, my ottoman just totally destroyed because it fell right over that Um um, love seed. And so when I filed my claim with my renter's insurance company, you know, they said, you know, to keep everything, um, the adjuster is going to come by. How long should we hold on and keep the damaged things, mm. um, you know, f- for the insurance claim? 
You know, it typically isn't very long. It probably has a lot to do with how technologically advanced your insurance company is. Mm. Today, we do a lot of that adjusting digitally through imagery. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, that's probably the, uh, the determinant of about how long. The other issue is, given how many people are having claims in the same area all at once, mm. uh, you know, it just puts a lot of pressure on all those people that are expert in helping you through this for so many people in a moment's notice. Uh, that can extend some of the time frames. But in Texas, we've got regulations on how quickly the claim has to be uh, settled. And so I, you know, I, I shouldn't speak off the top of my head, but I, I was would going to ask, and what is that? <laughs> like <laughs> right. from the date that I, you know, start the claim to, you know, when, yeah. when, how long until I get the check? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I would tell you it'd be highly, highly unusual for it to go as long as 30 days. I mean, most oh. of these contents type claims will be just a few days. Okay. Um, but if it's going longer than that, uh, you should call and, and check in. And if it's going as long as 30 days, you should come check out our branch.com. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know that's right. Um, how have your customers been telling you about their satisfaction with the insurance that you provide? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question and, and one we're really proud of. We have, um, we're primarily digitally oriented. And so we ask our customers to tell us how they, how they feel about us. Uh, you know, it's fundamentally a trust-based business. And when you interact digitally, like you think about trust and it feels different. Uh, and so we ask our customers to leave us reviews and then we'll ask for individual uh, outcome uh feedback one-to-one, uh, -one. but the reviews have been incredibly positive. I think uh, in total, we've got about a 4.9 star uh, rating. Wow. Yes, you do. Google I'm on the site now. That. I see it. And, and what's even cooler about that, and like this is a, as a longtime insurance executive, is we've got all five stars for claims outcomes. And mm. at the end of the day, like that's the reason that, that we're here right? Hmm. We're here to facilitate the community's funds so that everybody who puts their money in gets routed to the people who need it when they need it. That's the privilege of being in our business. Uh, and we take a lot of pride in that. We actually, anytime there is uh, anything that doesn't feel right in a claim scenario, we review it like we review other technological defects. Why did this happen? Could there have been better education? Did we need better tools? Um, and it, instead of putting it back on the consumer that it's your problem, like we, we tell people, the branch is getting back to getting each other's backs. And we take that mm. really seriously. I think that shows up in the reviews. Good to hear. So good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can, well, the website is ourbranch.com. Are you all on social media? We are. We're on, I think, just about every kind of social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And all under, is is it still Our Branch at Our Branch or just Branch Insurance? I, What's that? It's most frequently under Our Branch. At Our Branch. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Well, man, well, thank you so much. Visit the website, yeah. OurBranch.com. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the Public Affairs Podcast and, and educating us all. I mean, you definitely 
helped me out uh, <laughs> with what I'm going through. So um, you are appreciated. Well, it's good to speak with a, a gentleman whose company uh, is, is again, compassionate about their clients and yeah. taking care of people. And, and we've all been through a lot of weird different things and trust issues and folk not being able to do what they said and they promised. But as you can see online, you can read uh, Steve's story. It's just great to hear that I can put confidence back into a, a business that's going to do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And again, we applaud you, sir. Hey, guys, and if I could on that point, I know, you know, there's so many people in tough situations in Texas after the freeze. We also run a nonprofit called Safety Nest, which mm. is designed to solve the uninsurance problem, which is largely mm. a financial exclusion problem in the U.S., and so people that are in difficult situations as a result of being uninsured or underinsured should check us out at safetynest.ourbranch.com. Uh, it is, uh, you know, really putting our money where our mouths are as far as helping people as the good insurance is designed to do. And in this case, we're combating a financial exclusion problem that affects us all. So uh, we'd love to drop that as you, you made that point. I appreciate it. Indeed. Yes, and that is Safety Nest dot our branch dot com nailed it indeed thank you so much all right sir. thank you thank you <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> wow steve leckis the ceo of branch insurance check out the website our dot com and as steve just mentioned for um those who are in need of assistance assistance outside of the insurance claim they have their nonprofit and that website safety nest dot our branch dot com kg yeah they have our backs yes they, did you hear they that do. They, we they, got your back people yep. we appreciate you thank you steve thanks so much guys thanks for having me indeed and we'll be back with more of the podcast after this from your local houston bmw center studios welcome to the public affairs podcast affecting local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth. And I'm Uncle Funky Larry Jones. And KG, it's good to be with you this Sunday morning, my friend. Always. You're looking good, sir. You're well, looking good. Well, thank you. I'm ready for this vacation uh, in Miami to Wusai and let some things, <laughs> you know, process some things out. Enjoy yourself. I, I absolutely will. On the phone line today, we have um, an incredible young lady. She is an attorney. Uh, she is a public speaker, philanthropist. Uh, she has a very popular YouTube show and channel called Is That Legal? And she is also <laughs> my castmate on season three for Ready to Love. That's Ladies and gentlemen. I saw that. You just let me walk <laughs> attorney, right into this. <laughs> attorney Simone Boy. Redwine is on the Public Affairs Hello, podcast. hello. No, Council, yes. I, I read your name and I said, why do I know her name? And then he hit me. You, you, you played well played, sir. Well played. Yeah, I didn't want to say nothing until <laughs> well played. You two are great. Oh, wow. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just love me some KG smooth. He's so smooth. He is that, or we love him as much, my friend, if not more. <laughs> well, listen, you have um, blessed my life uh, and a lot of people's lives um, on your Instagram with you just giving little legal tips, little bits here and there that people can um, go into and look up uh, and um, 
figure it out and try to solve it without um, <clears throat> having to pay out all that money for you. So we appreciate Absolutely. what oh, you good, have been good. doing. But more uh, importantly here, you um, let people know about if you are a tenant and you're behind on rent. So um, can you tell us about the Landlords and and Renters uh, Texas Rent Relief? Absolutely. So the first step is if you are having trouble paying your rent, President Biden extended the eviction moratorium until the end of this month, March 31st. Here's what that means. And he may extend it even further depending on the pandemic. But here's what that means for you. You can send to your landlord a letter that says, hey, I'm having trouble paying rent. What that means is he cannot evict you until at at the earliest to end of this month. So it buys you some time. Okay, it's buying you some time. The form that you can use in the format, it's a notarized statement that you need to provide. You can go to CDC.gov, CDC.gov, and they have their uh, and just put in eviction moratorium and there's a form there. So that's step one. And then even then, okay, obviously that just gets you through this month. Texas has been allotted over a billion dollars with a B mm-hmm. under the under the stimulus relief, okay, for rent assistance. So the one that just passed? So you can, the one that just passed in January, yes. And as of today, Texas has $950 million that has not been assigned. And you can get up to six months rent relief and up to six months utilities relief. All you need to do is go to TexasRentRelief.com. TexasRentRelief.com. Okay, when you go to that website, it'll walk you through. It's literally an online form that you complete. And here's what's cool. If you're a landlord and your tenant hasn't paid you since last any time between now and last March, mm-hmm. tenants can apply. I mean, landlords can apply. So landlords can get paid directly from the state of Texas or tenants. Um, if you're having trouble, the state of Texas will pay your landlord directly on your behalf, even if you're already currently um, in eviction court, if they have eviction filings, because mm-hmm. there are currently pending eviction filings. Absolutely. Mm. So do you know any of the um, preliminary, preliminary uh, prerequisites to qualifications? Yes. Yeah, the qualifications to get uh, this money. Okay. So and, and also there's two things. you got two options. You can apply either to Texas Rent Relief, which, which is a fund for the whole state, or look with your county. Harris County has an application program. Dallas County, you know, different counties have it too. Preliminarily, you need to make 80% of the median area income. And on the website, it will tell you what that is for your household size. So as an example, if it's just one person, you don't have any kids, in Harris County, that's about $44,000. $44, and if you have a one-bedroom, that rent for the one-bedroom in Harris County would be capped at about $1,300. Um, for a family of four in Harris County, it's about $68,000, okay? And that's your adjusted income, adjusted gross income on your taxes, not before tax income. So you might need to take a look at your taxes. So that is preliminarily what you need. Also, if you've been unemployed in the last 90 days, preference would go to you. Um, you would qualify, obviously, because you, you'd be under that threshold. And then also, if someone in your household, by losing a job, um, it's putting you guys at risk of not being able to pay your rent. 
Those are the main qualifications. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Maybe. pretty much if you know anybody on unemployment, yeah. they should immediately apply because they're going to qualify. Um, and people, of course, who are having difficulty paying their rent, you can um, both apply. Remember, either the tenant or the landlord. Look at that. Counselor, if someone runs into any compli- complications, what do they need to know, need to do to, to, to keep the process moving forward? Absolutely. So there is, if you go to TexasRentRelief.com, there is a phone number there, and they also have an email. But the phone number is the best way. Here's a tip. If you're having trouble getting through, even if you're English speaking, hit the button for Spanish. You'll speed through, and the bi- all the phone numbers are bilingual. <laughs> I knew I'd like you on that show for a reason. You are cold. I love it. I don't like I don't play when it comes to my money, when it comes to those tips. But yes, oh, oh, and let me be very clear. If you're okay with your rent, but maybe you're behind on your utilities, if you've got a past due utility bill that you've dealt with or you're having trouble paying them, you can apply for utility relief too. You can get both or you can get one or the other. And I strongly encourage everyone to do that because now that we've had that Texas storm, those electricity prices are going to be skyrocketing, y'all. Mm-hmm. So get in your request. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you can do it all online there. And like I said, you can apply to the state Texas Rent Relief Fund or Harris County or whatever your county is. And just whoever approves you first, you can take that money. So you can't double dip, but you can get the money from whoever gives it to you first. That is absolute great information. Yeah. Um, Counselor, I'm nosy and I'm new to you. Can you <laughs> give me your background where you went to school? Because sure. what, what, what KG and I have learned through this podcast, there are a lot of young people up early on Sunday listening to this show, and they have questions like, "I want to be like him, or I want to I be like her." Oh, so, so, yeah. so, take us through your journey to where you are now. Sure. So, um, I'm originally from Dallas. I grew up in Oak Cliff. I went to school in Oak Cliff. I say I'm Oak Cliff educated and I'm Ivy League educated. So there's really nothing I can <laughs> That's a heck of a combination, too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that ain't know, nothing for those of y'all, Right. And for those of y'all who don't know, Oak Cliff is like third ward, the same neighborhood. Strong um, so black women. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. That's correct. And I grew up, I went, uh, I got a full ride when I was 16 to the University of Pittsburgh. Um, so I went there and studied finance. Uh, people all the time say, Pittsburgh, how, why'd you go to Pittsburgh? I say, because it was free and I was poor. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> yes. And then I, I got a scholarship to Cornell Law School. So I went to Cornell Law in New York, upstate New York. And I actually spent each of my summers, my first summer, uh, I spent each summer in law school, working here in Houston at different law firms, because I've always, Houston has always had my heart. Um, and I originally began practicing in New York City. I'm licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Texas. And I started my career actually practicing fashion law. So when I saw KG in his pink suit, I Come said, oh, I got to be his friend. <laughs> I got to be his friend. <laughs> and here we are. Yes. So, and so- here we are today. Counselor, have you always had a thing for learning? Was that just, it came naturally or was there a process? Can you, you know, can you tell I, us when the lights came on? I think for me, I didn't like school, but I didn't like being poor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I knew 
school was a route to opportunity, but I was also very social. So I liked going to school to talk to my friends, and I knew, okay, you know, i got to get this school thing down in order to have options. And I knew I always wanted to be a lawyer because I knew I wanted to help people, and I didn't want to be poor. Mm-hmm. So that's how I decided when I was a little girl I wanted to be an attorney. And, grow, uh, and like, throughout college, my friends used to call me Google. Because I've always had, like, very <laughs> random information. I love it. Love like it. how I share it today. So I'm like, hey, Google. So listen, if I brick my ex-boyfriend, but nobody saw me throw the brick, uh, can I get arrested? You know, like, I, w- I was like the, the hood lawyer in college, right? Sweet. You call me with your ghetto problems. <laughs> so it kind of grew from there. And today I own my own practice. Um, I'm managing partner of the Houston offer, office of the Esquire litigation firm. Uh, We practice personal injury is what we primarily focus on. We also do criminal in some other areas, and we have offices in Texas, Florida, and Atlanta, Georgia. If I need help, I know who I'm calling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You know, when my ceiling collapsed on my head, like, that next day, Simone, I had had called you. It went (laughs) straight. I called you that night. It went straight to voicemail. I was like, okay, so she must be. uh, I might have been in another country. You you probably were. Was this right after the snowstorm? Yeah, this was. (gasps) Shame on them. Well, you made a claim under your renter's insurance, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm still waiting to hear from the adjuster and and all of that. But, you know, they they fixed everything and, and they're finishing it up. Um, but yeah, oh, I was just good. going through the route because they weren't moving fast enough to my liking, but <sighs> with my new powers, oh, yes. no, I manifested it and it was done within a week. I mean, seriously, good. we're going to do a show good, on good, good. awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, you- good. And this also reminds people, if you make a claim to your insurance and it gets denied, you can then present that claim to FEMA, y'all. FEMA is paying claims. They are actually reimbursing people for hotel rooms and a variety of different things. But you can go to FEMA.gov. You want to click on their links regarding the snowstorm to see what you could be eligible for. Yeah, I did that. That's so good. That's good. With, um, with FEMA and the Texas Rent Relief, can people yeah. apply for both the federal and the state? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there are two different things. So the FEMA program, that is more for the, that's for the snowstorm. Okay. The Texas rent relief is anybody who's been impacted by the by pandemic okay. and by COVID where you've lost your job or you've had a reduction in hours. See, that's important. People think it's only if you lost your job. No, a lot of people's hours have been cut, right? Whether it's in the entertainment field or if you're a bartender or a waitress, uh, even a hairdresser. So if your hours have been cut where you're making a little less, you can go ahead and you can apply to Texas rent relief Mm. or your county rent relief. And remember, you want to apply to both and take whoever pays you first. First. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. We're talking to attorney Simone Redwine and also my friend and castmate from season three, uh, Ready to Love. Just... Giving us all of these gems, dropping them. You should check out her YouTube channel and show mm-hmm. called Is That Legal? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's called Girl, Is That Legal? Oh, girl. Oh, my bad. I forgot the girl part. Add the girl. girl. You can find it either is way. Is that legal? You go to YouTube. <laughs> and you got to yep, say it with the you up. Go. You know, oh, actually, with the question, you got to say it up. Go ahead. Uh. No, I, I was just saying that that's an extremely clever but relatable title. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, Thank it's, it, you. Yes, it's. The little nuances like that are what I pay attention to 
And first of all, you sound like a pure joy. You sound like you really oh. know what you're talking about, and you sound extremely happy about yeah. what it is you're doing yeah. to help people. And that tells me that you hit your passion early, and it has been most satisfying and gratifying to you. And all of you, oh, I bet a lot of your clients are like really friends now, right? You, you and your clients. Yes. Yeah, I can. Yes. Tell. Yeah. Sometimes they'll call me for things. I'm like, I don't practice family law. And they're like, but I know you can do it. I'm like, girl, don't play over here. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you would know someone who could help. Yes, yeah. always. Yeah, yeah. That's the sign of a good lawyer. They can't. We can't do it all, but we can get you to the right place. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, she was <laughs> such a. She was. She was the main comic relief for me when we were <laughs> yeah. filming Last Resort because she would come out with these one-liners and just say things that would just have you dying on the floor. Look, it's it's one <laughs> it's one thing to have a coworker on the show. It's another thing to talk to a lady who was one of my favorites on the show. I'm sitting here just going, okay, what's really going on here? <laughs> this is good. This is good. Oh, this thank is, you. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. thank you. So, Simone. We had um, a good time. We, d- we did have a good time, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you represented well. We called her Whitley Gilbert. Well, we, were, uh, yeah. <laughs> we called her. I got it. I got it. We called her Whitley, Whitley Gilbert because you, yeah. you hear that. So, Simone, tell us, um, what is next? You have so much going on. Um, and more things do, are coming. Um, anything that you can share with uh, Houston and the rest of the world? Well, right now, so I have some things under wraps, but right now I'm really working on growing my YouTube channel in that audience. Um, and so if you have any legal questions that you'd like answered, you are welcome to, you can text me at 855 the number four, Simone, and I spell it S-Y-M-O-N-E, or you can DM me on Instagram at Simone Redwine. And I'm going to be um, answering different questions, legal questions. I'm also going to be featuring different inspirational women this month uh, for Women's History Month. I actually have, it's going to come out next week on how you can own your own Chick-fil-A for $10,000. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. My first guest is actually my baby sister. She um, owns the Chick-fil-A in the Galleria Houston Mall. And what many don't realize is the franchise. Wait, that one is black owned? Yes, baby, that's us. That's my family. They are kids. Shut up, Mm -hmm. Simone. Uh, I'm going to go there just to pay just off of that strength. Thank you. Just off of that strength. So, wait, I just, damn. So the one on Westheimer um, by the Target is black-owned, too. Correct. So there are two black-owned Chick-fil-A's in the Galleria yes. area. Whoa, whoa, that's fascinating. Yes. I didn't know that, Simone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's my baby sister. She actually she got it when she was 29 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wasn't even 30 yet. And she they just opened in September. They also do catering throughout the Metroplex. But the story, I really want people to know, because I feel like when you're younger, if you know these opportunities exist, you can start building your resume and building relationships with mentors who can help you, you know, become an owner operator of a franchise before you're 30. Mm. Black excellence. Black excellence at its finest. And um, we 
have really enjoyed speaking with Black wow. Excellence. Absolutely. Uh, right here, Ms. <laughs> uh, Simone Redwine. Follow her. What, what's your IG, darling? Give out all yeah, of my, give out oh, all yeah. your stuff because you, you, you. you're about to uh, mm-hmm. garner more fans <laughs> and clients and money. Thank you. So my Instagram is Simone Redwine, Simone with a Y, S-Y. Um, my, let's see, my YouTube channel is Girl, Is That Legal? And then uh, my Twitter, and I don't tweet quite as much, but my Twitter is also Girl, Is That Legal? And my phone number, you can call or text to reach me at one eight five five four simone one eight five five four simone I love that you have that, like that. Thank you. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, you got me thinking, like, how can I use that? And also. Oh, yeah, KG. <laughs> you, you, hey, you know it. Um, and also, for you tenants and landlords, you need mm-hmm. that help. Uh, just log on to TexasRentRelief.com. That's TexasRentRelief.com. And uh, log on to uh, FEMA.org. No, wait, FEMA.gov. I'm sorry. .gov. Yeah, yeah. FEMA.gov to apply for this money to help mm-hmm. supplement what you have lost from the pandemic and from uh, Winter Storm Yuri. Um, and Simone, you are a gem. We cannot thank you enough. I honestly want to ask if you, you know, wouldn't mind, you know, every so often being a oh, regular be uh, on here with us. Especially I would love to. Let's do it. New laws change things that we don't understand because it's legalese instead of layman's term and and we would really appreciate um your your insight because you explain it so yeah <laughs> so well, we can for a child well, well, can understand it like that, that's that that's your gift she makes it relatable and again that's Thank a gift you. that you can you you take awesome. that box Unscrew it, pull it out <laughs> over here. Oh, is that what they meant? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, darling. Listen, I love you. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of your vacation. We really appreciate you taking out the time while you're over there in Dubai. In <laughs> Dubai. Getting it done. Over that, here spread love and black excellence. Yeah, you know? love black and black women, black they love us over here. And listen, that I'm room that you got, that view was incredible. I saw your story. <laughs> like, my God, you are living it up. So Yeah, uh, I'm going to have add my travel tips because uh, yeah, cause yeah this, yes over here just giving away see discount. now y'all know no. why she kept asking do you have a passport because she <laughs> likes to travel and right now she's in dubai so we thank you attorney yes. simone redwine uh, girl is that legal <laughs> you on so youtube that. and um and <laughs> check for her they're still running uh reruns of ready to yes. love season three on own so um thank you simone so much for your time and hit me up when you get back awesome. in the H. <laughs> Will do. All right. Bye-bye. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, you too. To the family of the Public Affairs Podcast, we thank you for listening, and we will see you again next week.